Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to mini... Oh, wow. See? It kicks in. It kicks in. This isn't a mini-sode. Uh, however, my, my habits have already um, carried me through uh, the beginning of this with an error. So we're going to start it off just like that. We're not going to change it because... What you see is what you get, guys. This is the real shit. This is what happens. And so we're going to start with messing up. Um, but yeah, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another solo podcast with your boy. Um, I promise I will have guests on the podcast again. Uh, I've just been mostly procrastinating getting them on, but I have one scheduled for next week, and I plan on sending out more guest invites um, today. So... I will be having guests on in the future, but what I really, what I also want to do is, uh, of course, I think I do this with the minisodes, but I want this podcast to be uh, self-sustainable with just me. Hopefully you guys uh, enjoy these these solo episodes. I typically get pretty good feedback on them and I, I want to be able to not have to worry about scheduling a guest. And if I just want to come on here and, and yap away at you guys about something that I've been using in my life that's been making my life better uh, and kind of aligns with what we're talking about today, uh, I want to be able to to do that. And so that the the title for today's episode is going to be one habit, two routines, and three gadgets to make you healthier and happier, right? Doesn't that sound just wonderful? Um, yeah, it's good. I'm feeling good. It's a beautiful day here in New York City. It's very sunny. It's had, we've had great weather. It's been warm. It's not been cloudy basically at all. Uh, the, the, uh, the city is starting to, to liven up again. The mask mandate is, is closed. Uh, marijuana is legal. Uh, there's just there's people roaming the streets again. It's just the, the city is coming back to life and it's summertime and it feels good. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the energy that's coming from the city and coming with uh, the summertime. I hope you are doing um, good as well. Also got some caffeine here, got some Diet Coke, got the stimulants going. You guys know, as usual, this is my go-to, the Diet Coke. Taking a quick sip. And let's let's go ahead and dive in. Enough with the chit-chat. All right. One habit, two routines, three gadgets. The first thing we're going to do is the habit. Now, I have to give a, a huge shout out to the one and only James Clear, who was the author of Atomic Habits, and I got some of these ideas from him. If you don't know who James Clear is, definitely go and, and check him out. Um, but the one habit that I have used often, I've, I've recommended it to my one-to-one my -one coaching clients. I've, I've talked about it with, with friends. I've talked about it on podcasts before, and, and essentially the whole gist around it is treats. Now, of course, that's not the the James Clear definition of of this, uh, but it's mostly like rewards. But I like to think of it as treats. One of my favorite comedians, Burt Kreischer, he talks about giving himself treats throughout the day to to look forward to. Whether it's you know a, a cup of coffee, or if it's a a cocktail at the end of the night, or a glass of wine with with dinner, or maybe you're going to cook up some really delicious steaks, uh, or, or maybe you're going on a 
a fun adventure with your child or something or, or with your spouse or significant other. Those are little treats that you could sprinkle in throughout the day. And, and we're going to uh, uh, kind of give a little bit more of scientific backing behind it and, and how you can make it applicable to your life. And, and what James Clear talks about here is is with with not necessarily treats, but the his pithy little saying is what gets rewarded gets repeated. And I think that's that's the gist that I'm that I'm getting at here. Um, another way that I've I put this before, uh, I believe I've said it on the podcast, but it's if this, then that. If I do this, then I can get that right. And and the whole whole thing behind that is typically okay. There's something shittier. God, I'm really getting really deep with this one. Yeah. There, if there's something shittier that I need to do, I'm going to to bundle that. I'm going to pair that with something that I want to do afterwards. So if this, then that. Uh, then the then that is the reward part of this. Um, another thing that um, so I'm trying to figure out how to how to go through this exactly. But but basically. What James Queer says is incentives can start a habit, but identities sustain a habit, right? And, and so I think with this, whenever you have an incentive, this is, since this is a fitness podcast, uh, for the most part, we're going to use something like weight loss. The, the common problem that you see whenever people use rewards and things is they, they pick rewards that conflict with the identity that they're trying to facilitate. And as an example, this would be weight loss. And so the the very typical one that I'm sure you've used and I know I've used before is, okay, I got in this really hard workout, so I'm going to reward myself with some delicious ice cream or some type of dessert or something. But what the problem with this is it's conflicting identity. So one identity is I'm a healthy person, uh, and I'm the type of person that works out and cares about my health, et cetera, et cetera. And then the other one is conflicting with that. So, so then they kind of offset each other. And, and that's why people feel guilty after having, even if, you know, even if they do think, okay, I'm, I'm rewarding myself, they still feel guilty after having that ice cream. And it's because they, they want to be the type of person that works out and doesn't necessarily need the ice cream as an incentive afterwards. It doesn't need that ice cream as a reward afterwards. And so, so what, what James Queer talks about here is instead of, Instead of uh, using conflicting identities, what you would do is, okay, let's say uh, for for your workouts, right? We have the goal of of wanting to lose weight, and so one of the one of the goals is is to get in several workouts throughout the week. So let's say you want to go to the gym three times per week, and let's say you hit that for two weeks in a row. Let's say you get in six workouts in two weeks, and then you reward yourself with a massage for example, right? Because that's not conflicting identities. Uh, the identity that you're trying to, to um, um, facilitate is that you care about yourself, right? You, you, you want to be a healthy person. You care about yourself. You care about your health. And so if you get your workouts in for two weeks straight, then you, the reward that you get is another identity that supports the one that you're trying to facilitate. So that would be a massage. Another good example would be every time you work out, you reward yourself with a bubble bath, 
right? That's, that's, it's, it's again, you're taking care of yourself, self-care, self-love, you get to relax a little bit. Um, and that's going to be a much better reward than, okay, I, I got in my workout. So now I'm going to go eat some pizza, right? Cause that has conflicting identities. Uh, another one that I, that James Queer has mentioned that I really liked is, uh, so going back to the weight loss example, one of the biggest things that can help with weight loss is simply cooking your food more often and going out to eat less preaching to the choir here, right? I love going out to eat. Um, however, I'm also not in a fat loss phase. Uh, but if you are in a fat loss phase, simply cooking your food and and essentially changing nothing else, but you cook your, your meals seven days a week, I can guarantee that you're probably going to lose some weight as a result of that. Just because whenever you go out to eat, there's so many hidden calories. We tend to, uh, you guys know what happens when you go out to eat, you tend to not stick to, to your diet, right? Um, but how we can reward the, the type of identity that we're trying to facilitate, we're trying, said facilitate a lot. You guys get the picture. Um, sick. Uh, <laughs> you're, lose, you're trying to lose weight. And so the reward that you could give yourself is that every time you skip going out to eat, you then put $50 in a fund for a vacation. Right. So that's that can kind of reward you in a way that's not conflicting identities with what you're trying to accomplish. Right. So if you're trying to lose weight, maybe you're also trying to save money and you're trying to be the type of person that manages their money well, or maybe a person that does fun things and how you can do that. You can kill two birds with one stone here is that um, every time you skip going out to eat, whenever you do that, you can reward yourself by putting 20 to 50 dollars in a fund that is your vacation fun, right? And so then, then you have, again, you, you kill two birds with one stone here uh, and you have, you, you start to then make a vote towards the type of identity that you're trying to achieve with these little choices. And you're going to reinforce this, this favorable behavior of, uh, cooking at home and also saving money by putting that money in a fund for vacation, right? So there, what gets rewarded gets repeated. So whenever you're thinking about habits and whenever you're thinking about what you're doing throughout the day, just remember, okay, what would, with these certain habits that you're, you're trying to build, what necessarily, what is the identity that you're trying to portray from this habit? So whenever you go to work out, you're trying to be the type of person that regularly works out. You're trying to be a healthy individual and somebody who cares uh, about their body and about themselves, right? And so you want to avoid any type of conflicting behavior with this. I think another one that he, he talked about was, um, I think it was, it was also with spending money. And he was, he was saying that every time you saved a certain amount, then you bought uh, like a really expensive jacket or something like that. And that those are just kind of conflicting identities there. And that's the main thing that we want to watch out for. Right. Okay. Let's move on. The, sec the, the other part of this is the two routines part. And so this one is, is fun. This was the one that I, I, really, I really enjoy thinking about this stuff and talking this stuff through because I'm constantly in my head trying to refine through these processes and how can I make uh, my daily experience better? How can I make it better in a sense of pure enjoyment, but then also in like effectiveness and efficiency? How can I get the right things done in less time? 
right? And, and, and a lot of that comes from my well-being in my mental state. And that kind of dictates whether or not I procrastinate or not, um, or whether or not I get in that workout or I, I make sure that these habits that I'm trying to do regularly actually get done. It all starts with that routine. Um, and the first routine that I've really enjoyed and that I, I've talked about on a podcast uh, a few times before, but it's, it's talking about momentum in the beginning of your day. And getting these these small wins and ramping up your day, starting from the very beginning. Uh, and so some of the things that that I like to do um, real quick, just to just to run through them, I think one is is meditation. The second one is going to be like planning my day or reviewing my day if I made the plan the day before. Uh, and the third one is going to be some type of reading, right? And so and the thing is, what you want to do, how you want to think about these things is, okay, what is the absolute bare minimum thing that I can do to help get the day going? And so what this may look like in the very beginning, maybe just be getting out of bed and going to get in the shower, right? The shower is the first small win. That's the first task on your to-do list. So you wake up, you go get in the shower, and then you've already got a little bit of a small win. And then maybe you brush your teeth. And then after you brush your teeth, maybe it leads to going to make your coffee. And then after your coffee, right? So see how all these things, you have these small tasks and you have these routines. Um, I, I think that the, the, the goal is to make it as easy as possible in the beginning and slowly start to stack those small wins so that you build momentum into harder tasks of your day. And how I do that after I do that morning routine stuff, which actually uh, I'll talk about in the the next routine a little bit more um, from a from a different angle. But going with the the meditation, I've realized. So first off, of course, everybody when they hear meditation, if you're not already doing meditation or not already a fan of meditation, you you probably just you've already glazed over. You you don't care. You're not going to try it. Uh, or you just, you, you, it's like, okay, cool. Another dude in his twenties telling me to, to meditate. Right. And I, I get it. Um, but the thing is, is I didn't realize how much of an impact it had on my mental state, especially in the mornings until I stopped doing it. And then I had some shit going on in my life, nothing, you know, terrible or crazy, but it was just some, some stuff where, I was, I was getting up out of bed in a very frazzled and reactive state. And then what I tried to do with my meditation routine, since I haven't been doing it in a while, was I kind of tried to play catch up. I knew that, I, I knew that, I know that meditation makes me feel better. And every time I do it, I'm happier that I did. Um, but what I realized is that with meditation, it's something that you need to do before the shittiness happens in your life, right? It, it needs to be kind of the, the, um, the prerequisite that you do before shit goes bad, right? You want to have that buffer period so that you're already well into your meditation routine because what's going to happen is whenever that shitty thing does happen, it kind of dilutes the effect a little bit because you're already kind of equipped with this meditative routine uh, and you're just, the point of meditation is to be able to respond to things uh, more calmly with, with more attention, with more focus, with more objectivity, right? And, and so... What had happened is I stopped my meditation routine for a while 
And then these things started happening and, and my, my mental state was just very frazzled, uh, like I said, and, and, and reactive and negative. And, and before I knew it, I was like, okay, now I need meditation. And so if you, if you get to that point where you need meditation, you're already behind. Right. That's that's kind of what I'm getting at here. You want to make sure that you do meditation before you need it. Uh, and so that's that's kind of the biggest thing. And so if you do want an app uh, that the app that I use is called Waking Up and it's by Sam Harris. He's a he's a neuroscientist. The app is incredible. I think it has a 25 to 28 day like introductory course where it starts starts off with like five minutes a day. Um, I think it does cost like eight dollars a month but you can try it for free for like 30 days or something like that and then you can see uh, if you like it or whatever but what i'll do is i'll include uh, a link because i can like share a link so that you can try it out for free in 30 days so if you want to try the waking up app i've done it uh, i know the people some of the people that actually work at waking up uh, and so i know that they're good people the the quality of the product is really good um and I've also recommended it to a few clients who have tried it out and they, they seem to really enjoy it as well compared to a bunch of the other meditation apps that are out there. So I'll include that link in the description. You can sign up for free for 30 days, give it a try, actually try, uh, give it your best effort, take it seriously. Uh, and then the worst thing that happens is you just don't do it anymore. Right. But the best thing that happens is that it could literally, um, it could change your life. Like, I don't mean to make it grandiose or anything, but some people with meditation, they've figured out a lot of things about yourself or about themselves that they didn't know beforehand or about reality in general. Um, so without getting too deep, I highly recommend taking the introductory course because that's essentially what he does. Sam Harris walks you through with a guided meditation um, on how to, to approach this stuff, right? Oh, Carl's joining me for, for those of you on the video podcast. Um, he love whenever, I think whenever he hears me talking, he wants to come in the room and say what's up. So yeah, he's here. All right, real quick, sip of Diet Coke. And then we're going to go to the, I have another part with this routine. Okay, still on the, the small wins and, and ramping things up, how I ramp things up. So I do the meditation and then after the meditation, what, what typically actually happens during the meditation is I start thinking about all the things that I need to do during the day. And he talks about this in the guided meditation. He's like, you don't have for this next 10 minutes, you don't need to plan anything. You don't need to worry about anything. You have the rest of the day to worry about that. But of course, I still do worry about that, um, but that's kind of part of the process. So after the meditation, I typically have these ideas that I'm kind of eager to, to write down. So I also have a pad and a pen right next to me. And then as soon as the, the meditation's over, then I will uh, write down some of the ideas, probably stuff that I need to do that day or stuff that I think about that I need to do in the future. Um, so that's how it rolls over nicely into planning my day or reviewing my schedule if I made the schedule for the day before. Right. Um, so after the meditation, planning the day, reviewing the day, figuring out what you need to get done for the day, the highest priorities. Um, and then after that is typically some type of reading. And how I approach this reading is, again, from a uh, 
from a ramp up momentum perspective, if that makes any sense at all. So I'm going to start with the easier reading and then go into heavier reading. And what I mean by that more so is I start off with some type of book or something that is more around like mindset and more like general topics and, and something kind of bigger vision type stuff. And it's not like tactical with a certain thing that I'm trying to figure out maybe with my business or uh, with, with money or, or what, or something career focused, right? It's like, this is, this is more so how can I feel good? And so I read something that makes me feel good. That is more higher level. And then after that, whether it's, I don't have like a specific time frame on this type of stuff. It could be 15, 20 minutes, and then I'll move on to something else. Uh, and then that's whenever I will go into more of a utility read. And so the utility read is going to be something that I'm currently trying to solve with my business or within my life, whether it's, um, you know, again, money focused, or if it's uh, about something with my business or productivity, right, or, or being more efficient with things, that's going to be the, the type of tactical read that I will do after the mindset reading. Right. So that's that's the first routine, small wins and you ramp up throughout your day. Um, OK, the next routine is going to be <laughs> you're going to catch a trend here with the things that I, I really care about throughout the day. Uh, so I say bracket your day with shit you enjoy. I'm going to take a sip of this water and then I'm going to explain exactly what I mean. <clears throat> OK, this one, I think, is is really important and it's something that. I don't think many people, I, I haven't heard anybody else talk about this, but because I have a love for comedy and, and stand up comedy, this is just something that I kind of did naturally. And then I realized after the fact, and it, it's something that has genuinely made my, I can say that it has made my life better. And I think that if you give it a try, it'll make your life better as well. And I'm not even necessarily just saying that you have to start off your day with stand up comedy, although I would highly recommend that. And I don't mean like stand up on like Netflix or something. It's typically podcasts by these comedians who have on other comedians. And, and honestly, uh, there's some comedians who I love their podcasts way more than are like their stand up, uh, but they're just it's it's hilarious. And and what it does is it, it makes my day start off on a very lighthearted note. And I think that that's that's huge because, again, a lot of us are in this reactive and, and frazzled state. And so we need something to kind of snap us out of that or at least distract our minds until it is time to focus on those uh, more important activities or things that do require, you know, more attention, more seriousness, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but starting and ending my day with a laugh has been an absolute game changer. And, and, and this is all about essentially energy management throughout the day. So not necessarily time management, but just how do you feel at certain moments throughout your day? And when could you use you know, again, this goes back to the little bit of a reward. This goes back to the the treats. So a treat for me would be listening to some type of a podcast in the morning, a, a comedy podcast that I know is going to make me laugh, that I know is going to keep things lighthearted in the beginning of the day. And then also I know after I get done with my work, after I finish throughout the entire day, I can kind of exhale with some comedy podcast late at night. And of course, this could all I think some people do this naturally with um, shows or something. I know I've talked to several people and, and they use, 
uh, kind of like evergreen shows. So like Friends or The Office or something like that. Maybe some of you do this without even realizing it. So you wake up and, and maybe you've seen certain uh, you've seen The Office a million times, but you still turn it on because it, it kind of it gives you that that good feeling. It just puts you in a good mood. And so the, the whole idea here is to, to gen- facilitate and generate a good mood. Uh, you, yeah, you're cultivating a good mood at will. And you can do that with these triggers of things that you really enjoy. And so for me, it's comedy podcasts. But for you, that may be The Office or, or some other show that you're that ideally not a show that you know you want to actually sit down and really pay attention to but one that you know is going to make you happy or it's going to it's going to make your day start off right so so bracket your day with shit you enjoy and i just realized these are i've talked about shows and things like that it doesn't even have to necessarily be shows it could be um it, it, it could be yoga or something or it could be some type of stretching uh or it could be cooking or it could be calling a friend right that's what some people do as well they wake up or call their friend call their mom call whoever um you have this conversation as you're you're starting your day you could do that at the start of your day and the end of your day you'd have a really good friend if you call the same person every day in the beginning and the end of your day but you get the gist bracket your day with shit you enjoy that's the second routine okay into the last part of this we get into the gadgets part. I wanted to make this. I like the gadgets because I love. I love actually whenever there's there's certain people that I like listening to, and they they have recommendations for actual shit that I can buy, uh, and and so that's that's kind of what I wanted to do here. And all of these, everything that I'll be talking about is going to be pretty. It's going to be pretty cheap, actually. Now that I think about it. All right, three gadgets. The first one is actually right here. I always have this little, so if you're watching on the video podcast, you can see this little gadget, this, this little, uh, it's a kitchen timer basically. And what's so awesome about this kitchen timer is that it's not on your phone and it's also not on your laptop, right? It's this physical, it's like $7 on Amazon. And what it can do is it can be a regular clock. And then also it can be, uh, it can be a countdown timer and it can also be a count up timer. <clears throat> and what I usually use it for is uh, periods of deep work. And, and so that just means undistracted, very focused, very high priority work uh, where I simply want to put an hour on that timer and do work uninterrupted. And I realized that if I can actually um, if I can actually get in the habit of, of doing this repeatedly, my productivity goes. Uh, skyrockets and even more so than the productivity part it's just like i feel good and accomplished at the end of the day like i can i can finish up my work day i can close my laptop and i can be like okay that was that was a good day that was a productive day um but if i don't use the timer then i simply feel like i didn't get enough done uh and another way to to uh, reinforce this basically is to, I, you guys can't see it, but I have a, a little, um, sticky note on my laptop and you can actually keep a, a scoreboard of how many deep work hours you put in for the day. So if you put the timer for one hour after that timer is up, and if you, not even if you accomplished everything that you wanted to within the hour, but just by having the one hour of deep work, then you give yourself a little tally mark. And so what you can do is do this for Monday through Friday. Let's just say if that's whenever you work and you can tally up 
how many hours of deep work that you have uh, um, achieved each day. And so if you want to read more about this, uh, I know I've talked about it before, but there's a book called Deep Work by Cal Newport. Highly recommend that if you are more, if this, what I'm talking about really interests you, you will absolutely love that book. Um, I can't remember who I heard the time, the, the kitchen timer for, uh, from can't talk, but it has been a lifesaver and it's super easy. Something's for just like $8. And also if you, you want to use that as an alarm clock, of course you could do that too. If you don't want to wake up and kind of be triggered by your phone. So instead have the kitchen timer right there and, uh, you're all set. It's also good for whenever you want to use the count up instead of count down. So you just hit start and then it just starts counting the time. If you want to figure out how long it roughly takes, like if you do a certain task, every single week or even every single day, you can figure out, okay, just start the task, hit count up and then do the work like you normally do. And then whenever you're done, hit stop and you can kind of see, okay, that took me 67 minutes or something like that. Well, then next time, maybe you can try and beat that. Maybe you can try and go to sit, make that same task 60 minutes. And that just gives you a, a tangible look at, okay, I, I've legitimately made myself more efficient at this task. Uh, and so that's just an easy way to kind of gamify it. So, oh, I should probably tell you the, it doesn't really, you can use any timer, but this one is called uh, a Haber kitchen timer. So it's H-A-B-O-R. Um, I'll just, I'll link the shit in, I'll link the shit in the description. Um, yeah. All right. The second gadget, the second gadget is going to be this little anchor speaker. It's a portable Bluetooth speaker. Uh, it's, it's for those of you just listening, it's very small. It's only a few inches high and a few inches wide, but the, the actual volume and the, the bass and the actual sound from this thing is pretty solid. So whenever I say anchor, it's spelled a N key. Wow. A N K E R, uh, or maybe it's anchor. I don't know. Anchor sounds right. But again, just found it on Amazon. I think it's I think it's like 20 bucks or something, maybe 20 to 30 bucks. And what's what's great about it is, of course, you can just you can move it around, uh, but you can also take it on vacation, right? If you want to just throw it in your suitcase, throw it in your backpack, you've got an easy to uh, easy to use um, Bluetooth speaker to take with you anywhere. If you want to take it to a, a dinner party or something, right, with some friends, you can tell them, hey, I brought this little speaker, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. It's just like it it, it has so many purposes, but what I also really like is that if I want to take it in the bathroom, I can take it in the bathroom. If I want to take it in the kitchen, I can take it in the kitchen. If I want to take it in the bedroom, I can take it in there. Um, you guys get the idea. It's mobile. You can take it places. Um, but it's just, it, it's super cheap. It sounds really good. It's been really reliable. Um, and yeah, it's just a high quality product that, that I endorse. So yeah, if you're somebody who, who likes to listen to shit regularly, especially if you're somebody who maybe listens to podcasts or something whenever you're in the shower or whatever. And then, you know, the, you can't hear the shit because the shower's too loud. Having a little speaker like that to, to boost things up can be, can be super helpful. All right. And, and also whenever you're traveling and things, it's great because if you're trying to take a speaker somewhere, it can be a nuisance because it's so damn big and bulky, but this thing is, is real tiny. The sound's good. Um, and it's been reliable as far as connectivity with the, the Bluetooth capabilities, right? Sippy sip of Diet Coke, and we'll get into the last gadget. Uh, okay, let's, let's wrap it up. This one's actually not, 
it's not necessarily a gadget, so to speak, but it's more so uh, it's more so certain apps. And I just realized I was going to talk about these certain apps that are on my phone, which are also recording me right now. So I'm just going to remember these. Um, but so one of the one of the apps is is more like a personal finance app. So I do like using Mint. Uh, Mint is just this this app that you can use. I think uh, it's also compatible with with QuickBooks and things. Uh, if you have to do your your own accounting or or figure that type of stuff out, or you can easily tag things as as certain things. But I I just really like how I can link essentially all of my banks, all of my investments, everything, and it gives me a large snapshot of everything. And then whenever you have a certain transaction go through, it instantly pops up. Um, you can kind of see your all your your bank statements and stuff. You can look at your income. You can look at your spending. I can realize uh, how much damn money I spend on eating out and and food every week. Um, so that's 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 one part of it. That was one of the main reasons actually why I got it is because I'm I was really curious on how much I spent on food each week. Uh, but real quick on that, it's like also also food is one of the things that really bring me a lot of joy in life. And so I think whenever there's something that brings you a lot of joy in life, you shouldn't feel guilty for overspending or or not overspending, but just spending a lot on it because then it wouldn't be overspending because it's something that you actually do enjoy. Uh, What would be stupid is that if I was overspending on something, you know, like tennis shoes or something, because I don't really care about tennis shoes, or if I was overpaying for some type of subscription that I don't really care about, right? But whatever it is, things that you really do care about, it's like, care about, it's like, what, of of course, if you're not paying your bills or some shit like that, that's stupid. However, but if you have leftover money and you, you really do enjoy going out to fancy dinners or, or ordering takeout or buying a really high quality steak or a really high quality bourbon or wine or something like that, that brings you a lot of, um, uh, pleasure to your life. Well, then it's like, by all means go for it. So that's my, that's my quick rant on that. But yeah, mint mint is going to be the, the first app that I really enjoy. Um, what was another one? Uh, One of the things that I did want to talk about this was the location of the apps on my phone. And this isn't, of course, this isn't necessarily like a gadget, so to, so to speak, but as far as the location of the apps on my phone, this goes back to kind of making the right choice easy and the hard choice or the making the right choice easy and the wrong choice hard. One thing I want you to notice is that whenever you pull up your your screen, so most people listening to this probably have, you know, an Android or an iPhone or something where you have apps on on the home page. Well, what I want you to notice is what what apps are around your thumb. Whenever you're looking at your phone, what apps are closest to your thumb? Right. And so for for a lot of this, a lot of people, it's going to be certain things like social media or email. Right. Or um, maybe Netflix or, or, or other things that are kind of a time suck and, and things that maybe you don't want to spend tons of time on because you end up mindlessly scrolling or, or whatever. And so what I make sure is that on my home page, I make sure that there's the whatever is around my thumb is going to be things like the the mint app so personal finance apps and then i also have like my bank apps so that i can quickly look at those um other ones would be things like podcasts or like a podcast app so like itunes app uh, i also really like overcast as an app um to to listen to podcasts um my Kindle, I also have the Kindle app on my phone. That's going to be be a huge one. It's it's right next to my thumb. So whenever I open up my phone, 
the the fr- the amount of friction or the amount of time that it takes for me to click on one of these apps that is going to make my life better, right? And it's going to make the right choice the easy choice. Well, then that's what I'm going to put around my thumb. And then whenever it comes to things like social media, for example, well, then I want to put social media either far up in the left corner, right? Because even if you're holding your phone, this is such a first world problem, but it's just like you, it's, it's somewhat difficult or not difficult, but you have to, to kind of make an effort to reach your thumb, unless you just have massive thumbs, right? To, to reach your thumb up in the top left corner to click an app. Or let's say you have to scroll. So instead of it being on your actual homepage, you have to scroll and then you have to to click the the social media app. So as long as you make the action harder than it needs to be on something that you don't want to be doing all the time, that's kind of the main focus here. Yeah, so so other apps, um, let's see. Uh, so also like I have my, there's an app for my gym. And so I have to schedule appointments for the gym and that's also right by my thumb so that I make sure, okay, I can hit this button. And then what I also do is I make sure that I plan all of my gym sessions for the entire week, like at the same time. And so even if I don't, uh, um, even if I don't think about going to the gym that day, it's already booked for at least five days per week. I'm not going to probably make it to the gym all five days per week, but I know that if I have to have the, if I have to make the choice to consciously click that button and make the appointment every single day, as opposed to making the appointment at one. So if I make all the appointments for the week on Sunday, well, then the the likelihood of me actually doing it is going to go higher. But if I have to go in there each day and manually, um, book my time for the gym, well, then that's another step, right? There's more friction between what I'm trying to do. The, the, the right choice is not necessarily the easy choice in that case. So I also have that that little button right there by my thumb. Um, some people really like the app called uh, Freedom, and Freedom is, is essentially just a site blocker. And so if you you find yourself constantly surfing the internet or surfing social media, I'm pretty sure it just like locks your, your phone or it locks certain apps on your phone. I haven't used it a ton because I typically like to just turn my phone on airplay mode or I'll actually just like throw my phone and just not be around it. And then I'll use the timer method that I was talking about earlier. Um, but that that typically helps me really well. But if you're, if that's not something you want to do and you want to use something a little bit more strict like freedom uh, and have it kind of make it a set thing, that can be that can be a really good option as well. Um, let me see real quick. I'm going to do something that I shouldn't do on a podcast. I'm going to look through. Oh, so yeah. So I said Kindle. Um, books is going to be another one. So like iBooks, that's going to be one that I like on there. Um uh, yeah, so Evernote is here, but I also really, I just like to use the Notes app, the Notes iPhone app. I use it probably every single day for, for so many different things. Um, but I, I really like using using the Notes app. Anytime I have, I use, I use the Notes app as if it was like a, a little notepad in the back of my pocket at all times. And anytime I have any type of idea, this is what I did a podcast on here recently. I talked about uh, certain unique ideas and things. It's, it's just like whenever I find something interesting, whenever I read something interesting, whenever somebody says something interesting uh, or just something that I really want to remember that's that's short and it's not very long or whatever, I'll put that into the I have a big, long running bulleted list of it just says ideas as the, the title at the very top. And then it's just a bullet 
bulleted list of tons of different things. And this doesn't necessarily, you know, just related to, to my business or something, but this could just be general things about life that I want to remember or consider, uh, or whatever. But yeah, using the notes app, that's, that's going to be huge. All right. Looking through these other ones, podcast app mentioned that Spotify. Yeah, I think that's mostly it. I think we're going to wrap it up here. Those are the gadgets. Again, I know the, the apps isn't necessarily a gadget, but I hope that that little tidbit uh, was helpful for you guys. And so that is it. So we did one habit, two routines, and three gadgets to make you healthier and happier. Uh, thank you guys, as always, for listening. Rate, review, subscribe if you like the podcast. Really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, if you're on YouTube, subscribe, hit the bell, leave a comment, tell a friend. Um, and yeah, and if you want to sign up for coaching, I guess, yeah, sign up for coaching. You can hit the link in the description to work with me one-on-one uh, to talk more in depth about all of this stuff and how uh, we can apply it to your individual life. All right. I think that's it. So how do I end these things? Oh yeah. And that is it for the solo episode today. Thank you guys, as always, for listening and for watching. See ya. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at mattmcleod6. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, and anything you else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.